Welcome to Tip of the Spear, powered by U Mortgage. This podcast is all about uncovering the truth behind VA loans for our nation's military service members and for veterans by VA loan experts themselves. I'm your host, Dave Higgins, the Senior Learning Specialist here at U Mortgage and a veteran myself, having served six years with the U.S. Army. Join me every Wednesday and Saturday to learn from mortgage loan originators who specialize in veteran loans about how you can maximize your military benefits and make your dreams of home ownership become a reality. Welcome to Tip of the Spear, a podcast with mortgage loan officers who are on a mission to advocate for veterans and for active duty service members out there and really protect them from some predatory mortgage lenders. I'm your host, Dave Higgins, here again today with Tyler Carlston from San Antonio, Texas, to talk with me a little bit more about some specifics around those predatory mortgage lending practices and how you can avoid them when you're trying to get your VA mortgage loan. All right, Tyler, my friend, it is great to have you back. How are we feeling today? Dude, I'm pumped up. I am so ready for this episode because again, this is this is where my passion lies. It's this is the reason why I choose to serve the veteran community and we're going to just dive into it and tear everything down and just just educate people. That's that's what we're here to do today. I love it, my friend. Well, let's dive right into it. All right. So, I know that there are a ton of different ways in which veterans of the past, active service members, you know, they they've been taken advantage of. And one of the biggest terms that comes up in the mortgage world has to do with something called churning. Now, I know churning was a big thing, especially over the last decade or so, as we came out of Operation Iraqi Freedom and Operation Enduring Freedom. Um, so can you tell us a little bit more about what's been going on in the last 10 years? What should people be looking out for with this whole churning thing? Gotcha. Yeah. So basically what churning is in a nutshell is when your mortgage lender sort of pressures you to refinance when it may not be in your best interest. And the reason they do this is so that way they can make money on round two, basically, of you. Um, and so, again, the, the big thing is just whether you don't need to refinance yet or let's say there, it's not beneficial for your long-term goals to refinance back to restart your 30-year term, and then they just go ahead and and restart it and it's not beneficial. So that's the big thing is just when it there's no benefit to you as a consumer and they pressure you to try to refinance. That's basically what churning is. I got you. So so what are some of the things I know we're going to dive into a lot more in depth, you know, later on as, as we talk here, but what are some of the things like, you know, why were lenders doing this over the past, you know, 10, 15 years, uh, th this whole churning thing? Like what, you know, you, you were talking about how it may not be beneficial to the vet or to the, to the service member, you know, like wh why were they doing this? Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the times it just comes down to, I mean, what, what ultimately drives most of the greed in this country is just money. And they, they saw an opportunity to where they can, again, they could go round two on you instead of waiting a couple more years for, for maybe it to make sense to refinance. They're pressuring you into doing it now when it's not in your best interest. And then again, they'll just keep repeating and talking you into it a couple of years later because the main goal for that is they're trying to get as many transactions out of you as possible again it's all just for personal greed i got you i got you all right all right so so let's let's talk about that a little bit more you know going into the, the refinancing side you know you buy a house and then six months later they're like hey you should really refinance you know that sort of thing so 
I know that that's, that's again, that happened a lot, especially over the last 10, 15 years. And you're going to see that from some areas of the mortgage industry, but less so from others, right? So, and I know that there's a lot of different places in which vets can go to get their 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 mortgage wherever they go, right? So you got you got your your banks, you've got your credit unions, you know your USA or your uh, your Navy Federal Credit Union, right? You've got you've got uh, mortgage brokers like yourself, right? So what are some of the differences between you know working between those various different ones, banks, brokers, credit unions? What are some of those those differences there, and you know how to, how can they avoid the churning part of that stuff? Gotcha. Yeah. So I mean, the big thing when it comes to to churning is they ultimately will start you out with a high interest rate. And then just so magically, six months later, the rate now becomes, let's say, normal. Because sadly, a lot of people don't go out and shop their mortgage lender when they're going through the transaction. So let's say if they start you out at a 6% interest rate, and then um, six months later, they magically say, hey, we have a 5% when 5% should have been the normal six months ago, but now it just so happens to appear for you. It will make sense for you to refinance because it's a whole percent off your interest rate. That's going to save you a ton of money. So that's really how they get you is just they start you out with a higher uh, higher than market interest rate and then just so magically appears an average or a little bit below average interest rate. That's wild. That's wild. So they'll purposely pick a higher interest rate just because they know like, okay, cool. This person's working with me now. I can in six months from now go back to them and say, oh, magically, you know, the rates didn't get necessarily any better, but magically we have this 1% lower interest rate. And of course the veteran, you know, not knowing, I mean, this is just true of veterans. This is true of anybody. Right. Like most people don't know this world. So they're going to jump all over that lower interest rate and say, like, yes, I'm all over that. Let's do it. And now, you know, the the retail loan officer, whoever that loan officer was, is all of a sudden going, haha, you know, got him. I got him to come back to me a second time. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Again, like I said, it's just all about personal greed. And that's that's why turning is, exists, because companies see I mean, veterans are the most targeted class of consumers when it comes to mortgages and partially because they don't educate you on the VA loan in the military. And so when you come out, if you don't know anything, you don't know what to look out for. And so again, that's really why veterans are so targeted with with predatory lending is because it, it makes a little bit of an easier target when you don't know what to look out for. Sadly. No, I get that makes that makes a hundred percent sense. That makes a hundred percent sense. So I mean I know for example, right, on a lot of military bases, there are there are places where you know you've got one bank that's on the base, right? And that's when everybody goes to in order to open their their checking accounts or whatever it is, right? So that's where they go and then that's where they kind of stay with after they get out, and that's where they do their mortgage through if they're still in or whatever that stuff is, right? So what might be some of the other things that you know? I'm not saying that, that that any of those banks are necessarily bad or anything. It's just what might be some of the things that when you go and you let's say you walk into that bank, right? Or, or you walk into the bank that you're used to. What might be some of the things that that a veteran or active service member should be looking out for to make sure that they're not being taken advantage of? And, and you know, all of a sudden, magically, in six months, I'm gonna get a lower interest rate. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, so again, it just comes down to doing your due diligence when getting a mortgage. And the best thing you can absolutely do is shop around and compare interest rates between lenders because you might, again, if you don't know anything, like when I bought my first house, when I was 21 years old, I went to the local community bank that I had my checking account with. I had no idea about the process. This was before I got into lending and stuff. So I had no idea what to look out for. And come to find out when I got into the business, like, man, I, I got I kind of got ripped off and I had no idea about it. Because again, when you when you're with a company, like 
banking with them or something, you just go in, you, you sort of have a trust with them because you're like, yeah. hey, they've, they haven't screwed me over yet. They're not going to screw me over on my mortgage when that's not necessarily true. So it just comes down to doing your due diligence. And again, the credit bureaus want you to shop because they give you a period of time to where you can go around and get your credit pulled by multiple different lenders and it only counts as one inquiry. So they want you to shop because again, that's what's best for the consumer. And then when you go ahead and get these loan estimates, you can line them up all up side by side and see like, oh man, this, this person's charging me points. This one has a bunch of junk lender fees. Oh no, this one's perfect. No lender fees, amazing rate, low cash to close. That's who I'm going with. So that's really how you make informed decisions is by just shopping around. You know, I'm really glad that you mentioned that because I think that's that's one of the things that a lot of people just everywhere, they don't know. They don't know that when you go and you apply to get a mortgage loan, there's a little bit of a grace period where you can do that shopping around. Can you expand on that a little bit for us? Gotcha. Yeah. So it's typically around 30 to 45 days that you're able to go around and get multiple credit pulls. And the, the bureaus see like, oh, they've got three inquiries from a mortgage company, and then they just bundle them all together. So you don't get three different hits on your credit report when it's done. So it, it saves you multiple points being taken off of your score, multiple inquiries, which lowers your score too. So yeah, the, like I said, the credit bureaus want you to shop for a mortgage. So yeah, so I'm, I'm understanding, if I'm understanding what you're saying correctly, I can do, I can go down the street to my local bank, you know, or the, you know, the bank on the base or whatever it is, and I can go get my credit pulled and get priced out for a mortgage. And then I can go, I don't know, off base, go to a different bank and get priced out over there two days later. And then I can go down the street to a local mortgage broker and get priced out over there two days later. And then let's say I go down to, I don't know, a credit union, whatever it is. So I've done four credit pulls because I'm all, I'm shopping for a mortgage, right? I've, I've been priced out four separate times in the last week or two, and I'm only going to get one negative hit to my credit report. Am I hearing that right? Exactly. Yep. That is amazing. That's incredible. And I, and I know that's that's a big one um, that I didn't know it was 30, 45 days, though. I thought it was like two weeks. So that's great to hear that I have a much wider period than uh, than I originally thought to, to do that shopping around, which I love. So good to know. Good to know. All right. So one of the other things that I wanted to, to ask about was, again, with that whole churning practices, and I know there's a lot of other kind of shady things that can happen out there. What are some things that you know our veterans and, again, our active service members as well should be looking out for when they're working with lenders? You know, are there additional fees that like, that's a weird fee. I've never seen that before. It shouldn't be there. Interest rates. I mean, anything like that that you can think of. Gotcha. Yeah. So the nice thing is when you're shopping for a mortgage, everything is broken down into different categories on the sheet. So there are some sections that doesn't matter where you go. Everything's going to be the same. For example, when you get under contract and the seller picks title like they do in Texas, you're going to be paying the same title fees, whether you go with mortgage A, mortgage B, or mortgage C. So that's not going to change. Escrow might not change. And, but the big thing that you need to look out for is that first box. And box A is going to be lender fees. So this is where a lender can charge you points for the rate. This is where they can charge an origination fee. This is where they um, can charge like an administrative fee, application fee, uh, processing, underwriting, all these other fees are going to be listed in that box A. So it makes it very convenient when you go ahead and shop between multiple lenders. You, the first thing you just look for is like, hey, what's my box A total for this rate? So let's say if two lenders give you, let's say a 475% interest rate, but then in one of one of the lenders has one point 
and one administrative fee in box A. You'll be able to clearly see that, whereas lender B gives you a 475 and it's completely empty. That means there's no fee for the rate. And so, again, that's where it just comes down to the, the cash to close is really going to just come off with the lender fees. And that's really where you can make your decision on who to go with. And again, like just rate isn't the biggest thing when shopping for a mortgage. You also have to see who's going to be available for you, right? Because cheaper isn't always best, right? So there's all these online lenders that will go through and, and offer you the slow interest rate. But again, they work nine through five, Monday through Friday, and maybe it's in a call center. So you're going to get a different representative every single time. And it's just not going to be the best experience for you. Whereas, hey, if maybe a local mortgage lender is going to be an eighth of a rate higher than this online lender, but they're going to give me amazing education. They're always going to be available and they're going to do things to help get my offer accepted. Eh, maybe it's worth taking a, an eighth of an interest rate higher. Um, so interest rate isn't the end all be all in making a decision. It's sort of like you just have to combine all the things and see who gives you the best experience that you're looking for individually because everybody has different goals when going into a mortgage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and again, like the opportunity to to shop around and, and kind of compare a bunch of different people, right? You know, do your due diligence, you know, be the be the military service member that you know you've been trained to be, which is, you know, look at all the risk factors, take everything yeah. into account before you assault the objective, right? Like you gotta do those sorts of things. So that's really, really good advice, Tyler. I appreciate that. Um so one of the one of the other things too, and and I, I know this, you know, this this fires a lot of people up because it, you know, as I'm talking with with everybody going through, you know, th this entire series you know, people are upset, right? That, you know, everybody I talk to, they're, they're pissed off that veterans are taken advantage of and, and active service members are taken advantage of so much, right? And, and, you know, certain companies come to mind sometimes, right? But is there anything else that you can think of that, you know, just, just things that, that, a, you know, person, a normal person doing their due diligence, trying to figure out what's the best deal for them, what types of things or, you know, even companies should they be looking out for? Gotcha. Yeah. So one of the things that you need to take into account when going through with a mortgage lender is you need to find out what type of lender they are. So again, like you had mentioned, there's different types of lenders and all of them have their advantages and disadvantages, right? So you have like banks and credit unions. They typically lend their own money. They typically have their own, like just one set of products that they have. And they usually have higher qualifications, meaning you might need to have a 660 credit score on your VA loan to get approved with them. Whereas the VA itself, does not have a minimum credit score. And so what they're doing is called an overlay. That's when lenders go ahead and make their own rules, which again, it's their business. They can do whatever they want. So that's just one of the things to look out for is you need to find out what type of lender they are, what channel they are, because then you also have like retail corporations to where they're part of a much bigger company. And then there's all sorts of different like costs that need to be baked in. For example, there's, there's a very large retail lender here in San Antonio that just has an amazing reputation for VA loans. And when you go through and they go, they are over here preaching like, oh, we're the best option. We're veteran for a veteran type of thing. But then when you dive into it, they have this big fancy office. They have all these office staff and middle management that don't produce any money. And so again, you have to think about it logically, right? So if a company has all these expenses that are going to have to be paid every single month, but they claim to not charge you any fees. 
how are they paying for all that stuff? Because mortgage, mortgages itself aren't that lucrative. So the way that they do this is they increase their margin and jack up their rate. And so to give you an idea of the difference, whenever I have a customer shop between me and them, I'm almost a full percentage of an interest rate lower than they are, even though they wow, claim really? to charge yeah, a whole percent. And I have loan wow. estimates to prove this. And it just goes to show like, they may be able to offer you all this big fancy stuff, this big office, this closing experience, but you're paying for it in one way or another, whether you know it or not, because again, it's not going to be very clear. But again, this is why you need to shop because when you go through and you see that I'm a full percentage of an interest rate lower and I offer the same exact service, it's going to be a no brainer to use someone like me. So that's, again, you just have to do your due diligence and find out what type of um, lenders the these companies are because for example like me i'm an independent mortgage broker the nice thing about me being a broker is i don't have any crazy overhead i don't have a big expensive office i don't have middle management that needs to get a fancy bonus at the end of the year that needs to be paid for somehow so our expenses are very low and on top of that like we have access to 20, 30 plus lenders that we're able to shop around for you. So that way we save you some legwork. And then also too, like, again, there's no crazy stuff that need to be baked into our rate that is going to make you end up paying for it essentially with all, and there's virtually no fees. So, I mean, you just need to find out what type of lender that you're working with. And again, just comes down to doing your due diligence. That is incredible. That's, that's really, really good to know. Cause, cause yeah, I mean, I've, I think about that whenever you look at, you know, your typical mortgage lenders that are out there, the ones that are, you know, they're on, they're on television commercials and they're all over social media and things like that. I'm like, wow, that's really good. And it's really crisp. But then you're right. At the end of the day, I guess I hadn't really thought about this before is that that, that money's got to come from somewhere like that, you know, and, and where are they getting it from? They're getting it from having these higher interest rates, right? Like paying for all of that extra marketing and all of that good stuff, right? This, you know, beautiful office and everything. Well, that's got to be paid for. And it's gonna be paid for through each individual mortgage that they do by having a higher interest rate. So, so that makes a ton of sense. And it would make sense to go with somebody who's a little bit smaller, who, I mean, like you were saying, like a mortgage broker, who's able to, I guess, more or less, I know you have access to a lot of a lot of different lenders that are out there, so you can kind of do the shopping as well to make sure that uh, that the veteran. So not only not only can the veteran kind of like having a bunch of epiphany moments here. So kind of not only can the veteran do their own shopping on their own between you know four or five different lenders out there on their own time, but they can even you know add you into the mix or add a local you know mortgage broker into the mix, and they can again that broker can go out there and do more shopping. I mean, am I am I understanding that correct? Yeah, exactly. And and the nice thing too is like all the lenders we have are not created equal, right? Some of them have amazing technology where the process gets done way faster than everybody else. But then some of them are have a little bit of a like older technology, but their rate is amazing. So ultimately what I just do is I see what my customer wants. Like, hey, do we have 45 days to close? Okay, maybe let's take the little bit slower route, but I'm going to get them a, a eighth or a quarter of a percent lower interest rate. Oh, they need to be closed in three weeks. Screw the rate. Let's just get the job done as soon as possible. So again, it just varies based on each individual situation versus who we send the loan to. That's again, that's why I love being a broker because it benefits the consumer the most. It doesn't benefit you guys to, to go to someone that has one set of products and just, Hey, if you can't fit into this box that we've drawn for you, sorry, you come back later. Like, no, we're able to find a way to do it because like, look, I can go down to a 500 credit score in VA if I need to. I don't have these crazy lender overlays. And so again, it's just 
that's why I'm a broker is because it's what the best option is for, for my clients, my consumers. And again, you just got to find out who you're working with and really just shop around. That is great. Great advice across the board, Tyler. I can I can feel the passion and the enthusiasm coming out <laughs> coming out of you as we talk through this topic, man. This is really, really great. I really appreciate it. So, uh, you know, we, we always like to make sure that uh, that our folks, our, our listeners and our watchers out there have the opportunity to, to reach out to you all if they've got additional questions. So where can people find you, Tyler, if they want to reach out on you know social media, email? What's the best way to get in touch with you to learn more? Gotcha. Yeah. So, I mean, people can reach out to me on Instagram, TikTok. I go by the handle VA Loan King. You can find me, just Google me. It's very easy to find my contact information. My phone number is all on there. Um, I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn. So it's pretty easy to find me. Just search my name. And yeah, it's it's really easy to get connected. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, Tyler, thanks so much for joining me again today. I really appreciate it chatting with you, busting up some of those myths out there, giving us some great tips. Shop around. That's the biggest one, right? Shop around. That's where it's all at. So again, thanks so much, Tyler. Great to have you. And I'm looking forward to having you on another episode of Tip of the Spear in the future, my friend. Awesome. Thanks, Dave.